0: This is the Christian Fixer podcast with the Reverend Michael Thompson. Listen and be blessed. So this morning, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, trusting that we're all well. And the Lord has laid on my heart this morning to preach to you from St. Matthew 1, verses 18 to 25. And the subject that I want to share with you and engage you in this morning is the significance of the birth of Christ. So let us pray. Most righteous, heavenly father, almighty God, we thank you again. We thank you for everything. We thank you for who you are because you are God alone. And Lord, as your man servant, I pray this morning that you will anoint me afresh, that you'll strengthen me, Lord, and that you'll empower me through your Holy Spirit. And that you will lead me to preach thus saith the Lord. Without fear and without favor. Lord as your word go forth. We pray that it will pierce the hearts for those who are here. And those who are listening from afar. And that they can become obedient to your word. And have more understanding and clarity about your word. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen and amen. And the main idea from this text. Matthew 1 verses 18 to 25 is Christ will save, will come and save his people from their sins. Bring hope and the reordering of this world. That is the reason why Christ came. And the significance of Christ's birth, which is Christmas, it's not about my friends. Merry making. Eating and drinking. Eating all the fruitcakes, Drinking the sorrel, the beers. All kind of things. Those things are pagan rituals. And festival, my friend. That is not the true meaning of Christmas. My friend. Christmas is Christ coming to. Do all of these things that I will praise to you about this morning. As I said in the main idea, save his people from sin that we are in. Because this world has plunged into sin, great sin, my friends. And he brings hope to us, my friends, those who are downtrodden and suffering and feeling pains and all of these things and finally to reorder reposition this world take it from the domination of evil rich cruel people who are treating the people of God in a particular way now this morning I have here a whole life for you that I want to go through as I preach with you this morning my friends one in first one it dealt with joseph and mary marriage and the immaculate conception here my friends there was a teenager named mary From the place of Nazareth. My friends. So look at the double negatives here. This is a teenager that was impregnated. She was betrothed. Betrothed means like engage marriage. But there is a period. So Mary. And Joseph. Was married. Then. The angel of the Lord. Gabriel. Appeared to her. And told her. That she would be expecting a child. From the Holy Spirit. My friends. As I said she was a teenager. Around 15 years old. And it just drops back my mind here this morning at this this thing here, my friends, this this whole event here. Can you imagine a fifteen year old inside this church or any other church came to the pastor or the church itself and said that I am pregnant? The amount of cussing. in Jamaican terms, we'll say we don't call them all house panar chastisement, but it could have happened in that day even worse because it could be considered, considered as adultery, and death was a punishment for adultery. In that time, they would have stoned her to death. When she told her husband Joseph, if said, there was regrets, Joseph would be saying, What the heck is this? So no matter what Mary said, but this thing is. From the Holy Spirit, although Joseph was a righteous man, he never believed, and that is human. So, he wanted to divorce her quietly, my friends, because he's a good man. Because he knew that if he had gone out there and exposed Mary publicly, then maybe he would have stoned Mary to death. But this was still the working of the Lord. So, Joseph could not believe, and I can understand. So, I'm giving you a quick synopsis of this text then the angel of the lord gabriel visited joseph in a dream and convinced joseph that this child that his wife mary is carrying is of god so joseph joseph was convinced and he controlled himself and was obedient to what the angel said that. Trust your wife. Because. This is a special child. So when we look at Joseph. Joseph was. The husband of Mary. He was a loyal. Father. Right. Of Jesus. He was a physical father. Of Jesus my friends. He was a carpenter. in Nazareth. And the scripture say he was a righteous man, my friends. So here I want to get in the significance of all of this now, my friends. The significance of the birth of Christ. Because God loves us so much, my friends. He said his only begotten son to this world to, and to die for us. Uh, and to become our saviour. The world needed a savior so that what that is so I'm saying to you when you me celebrate Christmas you must celebrate Christmas I remember that it's because the Savior came it's not about eating food an exchange of gifts and buying pretty clothes and a big dinners Those are important, but the real significance is that the world needed a savior. And that was Christ Jesus. So God showed us his mercy in sending his only begotten son to us to die. What a love. What a love this love extends beyond feeding and merrymaking. That you will send your only child to die for someone else. Someone else will never even deserve it. We didn't even deserve Jesus' death. We all should have been punished because we are all guilty of our sins. But God loves us so much, and this is the greatest gift for Christmas. He gave you his son. So even when you don't get no Christmas present, you and know, a no big dinner, be satisfied and thankful because he gave you his son, a savior who came to change everything, to help you, to deliver you, to empower you, my friends. You can't want a greater gift than that. God, when you get a, my young friend, you are sitting down there, You're when you get a toy, it lasts for just a period of time. It is temporal. When you get the pretty clothes, you wait for a period of time and then it tear up. When you have the big dinners, after you eat it, it's all gone again. So those things are temporal. But this love, this mercy from God should be the greatest Christmas present, my friend. Mary. Mary was the mother of Jesus. She was a young girl. She referred to Jesus the baby that it would be her savior. And as I said, she was a virgin and she was betrothed. She was about to be married. And I want to say something to you this morning. As we look at Mary here, this young 15-year-old teenager, no one nothing no much. But she was very obedient. She knew what was happening. She knew how significant this child would have been. When he came into this world, so she was obedient and she was willing to play her part. And I want to read something here that we read a lot of time. This song of prayer from Mary. We call it the Magnificat. And it is in Luke 1 verses 46 to 55. But I want you to listen to me this morning. Let me just go through this, this song here. Luke 1 46 to 55. And Mary said. My soul magnifies. Or glorifies. Some text, say the Lord. And my spirit. Rejoice. In my God. My Savior. For he. Has minded. Has been minded. Of the humble state. Of his servant. From now on, all all generation will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds with his hand. He scattered those who are proud in their innermost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things, but has sent the rich away empty this is the magnificent. we call it when it comes to the scripture Luke 1 46 to 55 Mary here was expressing what is about to happen and I am saying to you here this morning when we look at Christmas we must be happy And be rejoicing like that not because of the food that we can eat and the clothes that we can wear and the gifts that will be exchanged because the Savior has come Christ Jesus and with Christ Jesus being here you have a champion you have a Savior that is looking out for your needs that is the real reason for Christmas That is the significance of the birth of Christ. Nothing else, my friends. So Christ came, my friends, to do all of this, my friends. So today, I want to say to you, my friend, that Christ is here. And the rebalancing, or the reordering, or the repositioning, of this world has begun. When he was about. To go into ministry. When he started ministry. In Matthew 4. And he was walking. When he was baptized. And he began to walk. The, breath, the length and breadth of Judea. He said. The kingdom of God is at hand. You, the kingdom of God is at hand. That was the inauguration of God's kingdom coming from heaven onto this earth. That is the reordering, that is the repositioning, that is the rebalancing of everything. Because instead of man run things, it is with will be God that will run in things through Christ Jesus, is King of kings and Lord of lords. So my friends, today as a meditator, don't get it twisted, it's not a merry-making of material things, Deacon Burke, it's a merry-making, a celebration of the Savior coming. Yes, just like how I could hold little Nathan in my hands. A while ago, and commit him to Christ to take over his life. That is the real meaning and the birth of Christ that he came into this world, that he can set the wrong right, the crooked straight, put you on the right path, the narrow road, not the broad road that leads you to destruction. So you must know the significance of the birth of Christ. Pagans try to associate Jesus with their Christmas rituals. With all of these fancy gifts and toys. You know what it does to us? My Christian friend, if we don't pay pay keen attention, it gets us busy. Without the time for God, you know it's during the Christmas season, oh, everybody get busy, and everybody are chasing the next dollar, coming need to have money for do summer, and then it can't even get ugly. As a matter of fact, robbery increases and murder during Christmas time. And it should not be so. Because it's a time when the Savior is coming into the world. But because we have it twisted. We must know the significance, my friends. Me, knew. Joseph was a little bit hard at it. But we know why. As man, we can understand the conception, the Immaculate Conception. But he allowed the angel of God to convince him. And he went ahead. So this year, I urge you to sit and meditate. And understand the the significance of Christ's birth. Who he is and what he comes to do. He is your Lord and Savior. He is the Son of God. He is your Redeemer. He is your Game Changer. If you just accept him by faith, my friends. So that is Christ. And he comes to liberate you, to set you free from the sinful things of the world, the evil things of this world. So I say to you this morning, accept him right now. Accept him, my friends. Because that is the real our true reason for Christmas. And there is a gift that has been offered to you. Some of us maybe has taken that gift that already accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior. Some of us maybe were sitting here this. morning has not done that. But I can tell you this gift is a gift Christ Jesus that will never. Leave you or forsake you. Can never mash up. It can never be worn out. It will be with you forever and forever. This gift will love you back. I love you even best. None of the gifts that you get can love you. But this gift, love you before you even love him. So, my friends, we must celebrate it the right way. We must know what is happening, my friends. Christ Jesus, my friends, is your savior. He came as your savior. That is the significance. Of him being here, my friends. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Accept him as your Savior your Messiah. Worship him, my friends, as we apply this text. Believe in him, my friends. Spread the good news about the significance of his birth and what it means. Begin to go there and teach your neighbors, because some of us don't know. So we must know the real true meaning. I'm not telling you that you're not not, should not have a good time, you know. But all of this good time that you're having, remember, it comes through what? Christ Jesus. If he never came, I don't know what would have happened to some of us. So God saw it fit that it was time for a Savior to come. So I'm saying to you, don't crowd him out this Christmas season with gift-bearing over Somewhere we are shop till we drop. How will come on again. How will you create tamarind season? You hear that term, the tamarind season? Some people now don't want it till March, so February... January and February now, the money carry shot till we drop. Everything we have, we, we spend out. And you don't see that pig and ply to keep you down. Because when you don't have money to do certain things, then what? General money, you're stressed. You're miserable. After the pocket fat. So the richer get richer and the poorer get poorer. So if we recognize who Christ is and what he comes to do and what this season is about, we will keep our money and we we'll spend our money wisely. How much of us take with money and the seek out the real poor? The people who need the derelicts. Yeah. One who yeah. not enough food. A dead from with these street people. Yeah. How much of us have done that when we understand the significance of Christmas, the birth of Christ? Seek out the needed people who need things in Christmas. Find the salvation on pants pants, Drop something in a dump somewhere we go in a whole harbor. I you might be The salvation on me come in a whole harbor. But you know what I'm talking about? You might not have to go far. Your neighbor right beside you. Maybe the daughter, son need an extra shoes or extra jeans. Nothing wrong if it's a boy. May I see my extra $3,000. I'm gonna buy a jeans pants for na- for my neighbor's son or daughter. So, we must have it right. So, in conclusion, here, yeah, my friend, as I close, God gave humanity the greatest gift, and that is His Son, Jesus Christ. Remember that. So, recognize the time. Do not crowd it out with all kind of things. Accept Christ Jesus, which is our Messiah, who, who came as our Savior. He's our Lord. Worship Him, adore Him. Spread the good news about Christ. Christmas is about Christ coming to make a change, to redeem humanity from their sins. And that is the true meaning. And we must focus on Christ over above all things. If you even get a gift, if you even get the clocks, brother sister, a Christ still you must focus on number one. Alright? So give him your heart. Give him your hearts today, my friends. Christ will give you what you need, my friends. And sometimes, you know, what some of us need is the peace of God. We need it more than any little clocks, any little dress. My friends, we need it. And I just want to close with this. The prophet Isaiah knew who Christ was because prophets spoke about Christ who was coming. And as we look at the significance of his birth. The prophet Isaiah says. Far unto us. A son is given. And what the governments. The government will be on. Or will be on his shoulders. And he. Will be called what? Wonderful counselor. Mighty God. Everlasting father. And prince of peace. That is Christ Jesus. And I hope today I have cleared up some things for you that you can understand the significance of the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is the word of the Lord. And I thank you for listening to the word of the Lord this morning. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Just listen to the Christian Fix podcast with the Reverend Michael Thompson. Join us next week for another episode.